name is Tamora Morrison. Like a Bentha. There I go. I got it now. I, I got the voice. I don't buy that for a minute. Oh, you don't buy it for a minute? I could. Maybe yeah. maybe like 30 seconds. Maybe 30 minutes or so. No, like like seconds. Hello. Welcome back to the farthest galaxy. Oh, that's the intro. This, is the, this is the intro. <laughs> oh, okay. Welcome to Boba Fett's show. Boba Fett. Oh, so it's not even called Farthest Galaxy anymore? My name is Robert Fettuccini. Okay. <laughs> and I am Boba Fett. And I'm riding it like a bintha. <laughs> like a bintha. <laughs> so, welcome back. It's been a while, but we've been doing live stuff and we got sickies. Yeah. But now we're back. It's been over a month since we actually <laughs> posted. Well, because it was the holidays, New Year's, you know, we had to quarantine for some stuff. I think our last episode was actually like the last week of November. <laughs> so. It happens, you know what you're going to do. We'll make the podcast. But we're back. <laughs> uh, second week in uh, New Year, so. Yeah. Not too late, you'll be fine. No, we're talking about Book of Boba Fett episodes one and two because they just dropped, and uh, we're excited, man. This is a comic book fan I am, <laughs> talking about some stuff. And then we have uh, some news to talk about, but it's very old, so bear with us. <laughs> it's like a month old. But also, to be fair, not a lot of comic book news has come. Uh, not comic news. Not a lot of news in general has come out besides comic. Book yeah, news. I tried looking up some news today. Just type in Star Wars, and then I go to the news tab yep. on Google, <laughs> and uh, there's nothing really interesting. There may have been like a casting. The somewhere. Fallen Order Two game is apparently getting announced soon. But we knew that kind of. But cause... it's not even like a substantial rumor <laughs> because they're just like people are saying it's happening. It's like oh, go people. <laughs> Yay! Like great, I guess. What does that do for anybody? It's like, we until, were, we have, until we have confirmation, it doesn't really make much of a difference. Uh, in the interim, we were going to cover Mandalorian Season 1 and Season 2 mm-hmm. as individual episodes, but we didn't. due to time constraints, that'll be in between these episodes. So we'll have Episode 1 and 2 of Book of Boba. Next week, fingers crossed, yeah. will be Mandalorian. Yes. Then it will Bo- be Mandalorian. <laughs> we're going to talk about the Mandalorian. Then Boba 3 and 4, then Mando Season 2, whenever and then we, we'll continue Whenever we forward. make that happen, exactly. we'll talk about it. We'll continue forward with that, and we'll get back to comic books. At least that's some of my favorite stuff to talk I think about. At the end of last time, I was like, and "Next time, we're talking about the Mandalorian." Yep. <laughs> now Technically, a month later, talking about a clone of Man- Mandalorian. Mandalorian adjacent. Ooh, Ooh. Yeah, yeah, he's definitely got the armor. Yeah, so I'm your local scruffy-looking nerf herder hunter, and as always, I'm joined by Jedi Mister Ilix. I'm feeling more like a bintha rider today. Bintha. <laughs> this week we're uh, going to be covering, like I said, Book of Boba Fett episodes one and two. Before we get to that, let's talk about some old ass news. Old ass news. Ivana Scano from Pacific Rim Uprising was announced to play a newly created character in the Ahsoka show. We have very little inclination as to who or what she might be, but nonetheless, it is very important enough to make the news. <laughs> it was very important enough. I love it. <laughs> oh, I added the very, but uh, I see that it didn't work in the sentence. No, the sentence is written to be spoken as is. Yes, I assumed this much. It's good though. I added very. It's good. It's good. We put very in every the working sentence theory for the rest right of now, the podcast. The working theory right now is that she is um, very possible going to be a chiss <laughs> because she's got high bone structure. Yeah, because she looks she's like Swedish, probably. She, she looks like a chiss person, yeah. I guess. Probably a relative to someone we know, maybe Thrawn. He's the only one we know. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, if yeah, in the comics like, he's got like in, well, in the comics he's got like family, but he kind of abandons yeah. them to go join up with the wrinkled old guy who shoots like. I was saying so. she could be like his daughter. That'd be interesting. That'd be cool. He's banging the space wheels with Isra. Thrawn's daughter. <laughs> could be interesting. I don't know. She could be, sister she could be wife. She, I wrote sister, <laughs> wife, daughter. I went for all the immediate female family relations. Sister wife? Sister wife. Yeah, cousin sister wife. Second cousin thrice removed. Sister wife. <laughs> uh, yeah. Hey man, they're not Kaati Mundi people. They don't have harems. So no I, sister wife. I don't know who she is because I didn't watch the movie that I credited her for Pacific being from. Rising. I was like, that's the movie that people would know her from if we put her name here I at all. I think she played the Russian character. Uh, let me just... 
She's going to be Peach in the Mario movie. <laughs> no, that's Anya Taylor-Joy. <laughs> she has not been in much. No. Not to give her that's no credit. That's why I was like, I don't know who she, she is. She was one of the bad guys in The Spy Who Dumped Me. She was Cadet is. Victoria, as I said, the Russian one from Uprising. I don't know what any of this And then is. she was been in some horror movies. Like Let It Snow and uh, The Body Tree. The her Body Tree? Her upcoming projects are Ahsoka and The Reunion, whatever The Reunion is. The Reunion, the it's a sequel to Ahsoka. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh man, the cast for Ahsoka right now is nutso futso. It's pretty crazy. Because we got the big three, and then we got this one, and then we have... I'm just waiting for them to put Hayden in. He is, he's already there. He's oh, credited. he is? Yeah. Oh, he's credited awesome. straight up. That's the best. Yeah, he's straight up coming. I love it. I think I sent you a video the other day of um, someone talking about Obi-Wan Kenobi and uh, Darth Vader having a fight again. Yeah, they're gonna. Because, yeah, we see from the concept <laughs> art. But the bits of dialogue we get in episode four where it's like, ah, we meet again. Mm-hmm. And it's like, oh, so maybe there's some interim. And seen that's a, obviously I've seen a lot of here. people getting mad at that. They're like, oh, this was supposed to be referencing the last time they fought on Mustafar. I'm like, right, but what if it isn't? Exactly. Like, who cares? <laughs> who cares? Who gives a shit? Like, you, before episode three came out, you guys didn't know what he was talking about. Uh, 15 then years episode between. three came out, and now you guys are like, oh, it's that he's talking about. And now they're like, maybe they met again somewhere in between. They're like, but that doesn't make sense for episode four. There's it's 15 like, to 18 years it, in between it, that time. It could still work, guys. <laughs> it could still work, you know? What if Obi-Wan floors Anakin again? Because he's, he's like, oh, you're a robot. You know, when you when I left, I was but the I'm learner. Cut your limbs off, now yeah. I am the master. You know, what if he still has more to learn there? You know? Yeah. Obi-Wan's like, damn, you might be robot, but you still suck. <laughs> You are the worst. <laughs> Obi-Wan always has the high ground, whether it be physically or morally. Now, Anakin's so. gotten more powerful as he gets older, but realistically, his training stops when he gets all of his limbs cut off. Yep. It's just him being angry. And channeling the force. And channeling the force yeah. and doing what he parts of what he could do. Yeah. I'm sure there was some relearning there, but where was the Darth Vader comic where he's hanging out in the gym, you know? <laughs> I don't see that. <laughs> there is one where he goes to like a Hunger Games-style island where he has um, uh, the assassin that is huge right now. Oob. Oob the Apostate, I think his name is. Oob. Yeah, it's, um... It's he's the guy that, um... They find the, the Death Star dagger in episode 9. That's Ochi. Ochi. Yeah. Ochi of Bastoon, that's what it is. Ochi of Bastoon. Oob the Apostate is the guy Oob who the has... I'm like, he has the Oob. sniper rifle gun. The okay. Hatchet lightsabers way yeah. back in the day. Yeah, that, that, that's... Oob. Yeah, Ochi. He doesn't go to a, he doesn't go to uh, like an arena unless this oh, is he, in like the new new. No, stuff. it's in the second volume of the current run. He the, this War of the Bounty Hunters. Stuff? No, right before War of the Bounty Hunters, him and Ochi are teaming up now, I and he's like, that. "I'm gonna have you hunt me down in this Hunger Games style event, and you're gonna make me stronger." And they're like, oh, "Okay," and they do that. Yeah, what I what I read was because uh, I read a lot of the Vader stuff before War of the Bounty Hunters. I stopped when he when it was like to be continued and more of the Bounty Hunters. So mm. I legit stopped there. Mm. Ochi is the hired by Palpatine to try and hunt down Vader to see like if he's even worth still like keeping around because he thinks that he's getting like weak and that he's starting to lose focus and the dark side well because he's like he's like i'm gonna send an assassin to come and kill you to see if you're still like really in it right yeah yeah i believe that that's pretty cool it's a good comic dude i love and then it keeps going and it starts to get worse i love seeing that more than good i love seeing i gotta read that just before it sucked it's all done when he goes to exit all out and he force chokes a monster that's I don't even want to talk about it. It's bad. It's <laughs> we will, not, we it's will not eventually. Good. It's on the list. It's not good. I'm just like, how? I'm like, if he can do this, <laughs> how? How, how does he even remotely lose to Luke? Even if he's going easy on him because he's his son, how does he lose if he can do that, he should be winning every fight he's in. I like I don't seeing care. the relationship between Palpatine when Anakin is a child while we're reading the current books. Like the well, current, in quotes, we're reading the 
episode one through three books, and he's like, oh, Anakin, you're my best friend. I will love you. I will love you. Yeah. And then That's what he sounds with like. the new stuff where he's like, I'm going to send an assassin to kill him because he sucks. He does this twice. He sends uh, Baylor Valance at him first. He does. And Dengar. Yeah, he, he's not a very good dad. But to be fair... His whole thing is not, keeping not him Not in a good toes. way, exactly. I was going to say, he's yeah. just, oh, I got to make sure he's strong enough to kill his son because we know that's coming because, you know, Palpatine knows everything. It, it's a pottery thing court uh, made a while ago. That's pretty cool. Yeah. So I'm excited to see what we got next with, um, I want to get my drink, that's why I'm far away now. <laughs> <laughs> I wanted to see, I'm excited to see what we got next coming for a lot of these shows because we'll be talking about Book Boba Fett soon. Yeah. They just throw in some cool shit whenever they want. They do just throw in some cool shit whenever they want. Yeah, like the twins. They can do whatever. <laughs> they could really do whatever with this fucking show. I think they're showing that they can do whatever they want. Well, it's not the farthest in the timeline, obviously, because we have the sequel trilogy and Resistance. Mm-hmm. But it's, and then the ninth Jedi, technically. Yeah. But this is the closest we're getting as of current, because Mando's on hold yeah. and so good. Book Boba definitely feels like this is the show where we can do what we feel like we want to do. Mm-hmm. We want to talk about Tusken Raiders being people? We're going to just do that for two whole episodes. It's crazy that they're like... You know, Tuscan's like killed Anakin's mom, and they're savages, and they shoot at people driving their cars. And then it's like, but they're also like actual people, yeah. Which we learn later on that they're just not crazy aliens; they're people who just lot, like we're there's deserts. a lot of tribes of them, mm-hmm. which we're gonna talk about at the end of uh, the episode two. Thing. Yeah, man, super excited. Uh, next bit of news. This is also still old, but it was something I talked about <laughs> like a lot. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I now delete a Twitter thread from the Battlefront Two former creative director Dennis Brownvall claimed that a Mustafar map was on the way alongside Ahsoka as a hero and Ventress as one of Battlefront 2's we villains. We kind of knew that. Yeah, we did. I, I talked about this. Not the Mustafar this. map, but... No, uh, we didn't really have much speculation on what the map was going to mm. be, but we did talk about these characters. Mustafar makes sense, though. Mm. Uh, yeah, Gazzle. before the post-launch content was halted in April of 2020, is something we speculated on based on the, the voice files found in the game's code, the stuff mm. that they left over... Um, and we also talked about Padme and Cad Bane because there was grievous lines addressing Padme. Padme. Yeah. And it's like, who do you bring in as a foil to a gun hero? Another gun hero. Yeah. Cad Bane. Pad Bane and Cadme, uh, I'm a I'm a Bana. Dude, I have no idea where you're going. You're <laughs> I'm on mixing the names. You're, you're on another planet right now. <laughs> well, you're in another galaxy. I try. It's pretty far away. Within the farthest galaxy. Yeah. Uh, Quantic Dream Star Wars. Gosh, shit. <laughs> we it did. received a cinematic trailer showing And it off. was crazy. It was. It, I'm sure you, everyone who's listening to I this has probably like, seen it I by now. Like we talked about this just in the last we episode. We didn't. We talked about it, uh, talked about it a while ago, I think. Well, no, that, no, I mean cinematic trailer. Unless we got that during the Game Awards. I think we definitely talked about it during the Game Awards. Yeah. It's here. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, and we had a lot of conversation about it after. C three PO thing. If yep, we did talk is. about this, then um, I'm sorry. I don't think we. You did. guys are gonna listen to it again. I don't think we did. So I'm not gonna waste too much time because now you've had a month to watch the trailer. It's not new. <laughs> I don't have to break it down. There's a protocol uh, droid in the trailer, and he makes an appearance without his plating. And I have a big brain thought that it's actually C-3PO. He was either damaged, destroyed, and left behind, and then eventually fixed and rebuilt by Anakin, but without any of his former memories. And this is how he learns the Sith language. Is why he knows Sith. Because who Anakin doesn't know Sith. I mean, even if it's not like Dooku's droid or whatever, just a Sith droid. Because we know that this timeline takes place between the High Republic and like 10 years before Episode 1, and uh, Count Dooku is old enough to be exactly in the timeline, whether it's like the last chapter or whatever. I guess you could say Anakin just found a protocol droid and he just managed to turn it on and it just speaks Sith. Like, okay, 
Yeah. Like, we know that. It doesn't have any memories because it knew the Sith language and said it. Do other protocol droids have Sith in them that they just aren't allowed to speak? Apparently, C3PO is like the best uh, protocol droid because he knows every language. He's pretty sweet. He's been through, like, everything. He has been he through can, every he major even war. He to, like, the Jawas. Yeah. Or, uh, no, the... He, he talks to the Ewoks. He does talk to the Jawas, but he talks to the Ewoks. And everyone's uh-huh. like, yo, bro, you can speak Ewok? And he's like, I can also speak Sith. He's like, key. yeah, how many And also Babu Freak. He's like, how many languages do <laughs> you think I can know? Yeah, I think it's Antelians, I think it's what the uh, Babu are called. Antelians. He can speak that language because he knows yeah. what Babu's saying. So does Poe, though. Babu's weird. Hey! I feel, I feel like Babu is speaking like broken English because he was like, uh oh, machine go broke, broke. Like, uh oh. Yeah, you're not wrong. There's just a little bit of broken language you're in like, there. Uh oh. But that's uh, clearly a barrier. That was all the news I had. That's totally fine. <laughs> Content updates. I don't know what came out in the last month besides Book of Boba Fett episode one and two. I think the new Luke Skywalker comic came out. Well, there's a new uh, book, the manga. Yeah. It's an adaption of the Legend of Luke Skywalker novel. Okay. Adapted into there, manga. There book. was a new uh, issue of his comic where he's looking for. Um, Oh, there's no issue every shit. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I meant like well, well, like every like... few months, this one seems to get released. It's not like a monthly thing, which is the weirdest thing to me. Because I saw it a while was back. This one of the prowess novel, not the prowess novel. No, it's, it's the, the uh, comic. It's updates? the comic run where Luke is has the yellow lightsaber, and like Weapon the last the, Jedi? the last issue that we got of that was like months and months ago. It was him actually like getting the lightsaber, and now there's a new issue of it. That was a thing, and I, I had it in the news to talk about it, but I got rid of it because it's like over a month old, and it's about a comic book at this point. So there's one of two things it could be. There's a two-issue miniseries, which is also based that. on a book. It's not that. It's not Weapon of the Jedi. No. Then it's probably the main series. Yeah, it's his. It's the tales of Luke, whatever he's doing right now, trying to get to that point between five and six. Yeah, it's that's just what that's he's the doing. Marvel comic, I think. Yeah, that's they, what they're I think it just released after and, and what it about doesn't come out monthly, which is weird. I think it does. It's things you don't talk about it enough. Because War of the Bounty Hunters took place and uh, Luke was put to the back burner. I'm going to look it up. <laughs> Do that. Because uh, any comic book is coming out monthly. You could be thinking of the novels or something. What's the current Luke comic? It's just Star Wars. No Luke it is Solo. just Star Wars. Yeah. Oh, okay. He has the other lightsaber in that one. But like I said, during the War of the Bounty Hunters, it took a back burner on the whole lightsaber thing because they had to go get Han back before Darth Vader chopped him in half. Because Vader was like, Luke, if you don't come here, I'm going to kill your boy. And Luke's like, please don't. So oh, this is up. all tied into the War of the Bounty Hunters. That's why. Mm-hmm. It's him using the lightsaber like in the... Uh, okay. There's like yeah. a million different things here. Yeah, there's a lot going on in the War of the Bounty Hunters. We'll be talking about that as one big mega event way in yeah, the future. I want to read that because it ties into the Vader comic where I left off. Well, yeah. The big omnibus comes out too. I have to see it. Hopefully. Alright, <sighs> right. right. let's get to the, uh, the topic of the week. I'm going to read the notes. Topic of the week, we're talking about Boba Fett. Robert Fettuccini. The book, the tome of Robert Fettuccini. Mm. <laughs> the epitome. Epitome. The, uh, where the epic. is the notes for this? In my, there are talking points. All right. Show history, bro. <laughs> the epic of Roberto Fellatio. Roberto Fellatio. <laughs> <laughs> Roberto Fellatio. Yeah. That, Say that to, like, everyone would, you know. That would be Boba Fell. The teasers for Fettuccini. <laughs> The Book of Boba Fett is an American space western television series created by John Favreau and Dave Filoni for the streaming service Disney Plus. It is part of the Star Wars franchise, no shit, taking place after the events of Return of the Jedi. Wow. It 1983. Is spin- it is a spin-off from The Mandalorian that features the Crime Lord and Bounty Hunter, now Crime Lord, and Bounty Hunter Boba Fett from that series of the st- and other Star Wars media. <laughs> you just took this straight from Wikipedia. I did. I took it. I ripped this shit right from Wikipedia. The Book of Boba Fett exists alongside The Mandalorian and its other spin-off, Ahsoka, and potentially Rangers of the Republic whenever that gets back on track. Eh. <laughs> eh. 
<laughs> Demora Morrison stars as the titular Boba Fett, with Ming-Na Wen reprising her role as Fennec Shand. Several attempts were made at developing a standalone film for Boba, but none of them ever came into fruition. Mm-hmm. And there was a potential spinoff reported in 2022, but, uh, I'm sorry, 2020, but was reportedly... Oh, no, this is the series. Okay, I was thinking of the movie because it was canned because of yeah, um, no. Han Solo. The they Yoda were, series the they were movie trying was to also do Boba's canned. stuff for a long time. Yeah. Well, Boba's like the coolest character, and now we got one. The coolest. Fucking Boba Fett premiered December 29th, 2021, because they promised it would come out in 2021. Mm-hmm. And it will run for seven episodes until February 9th, 2022. Seven, not six. Get fucked. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Gonna have to do an extra episode. <laughs> oh, we'll, we'll do that one and then the full recap. Like, like a full synopsis of like, what do we feel about so this? last episode of Boba Fett, he dies. How do we feel about the whole series? <laughs> oh, man. Oh, shit. It's got weird. Uh, so chapter one. What is the title of chapter one? Oh, I didn't put the chapter. No, you did not. Oh, no. <laughs> and no, we don't got the chapters. Mission failed. We'll get them next time. <laughs> we'll just go into Disney Plus uh, and see what they're called. It's probably called Cool Guy Does Cool Stuff. It's not called Cool Guy Does Cool Stuff. <laughs> just go, oh, no. It's literally just called chapter one. Got him. <laughs> on at least the Disney Plus app. Got him. You have to w- click on the episode to see just what check the Check Wikipedia. Is. They got stupid titles. Yeah, because the, usually they have everything. Wikipedia. Bing, bing, bing. Episode chapter one, Stranger in a Strange Land. There we go. Stranger in a Strange Land. I'm pretty sure I also took these synopses off Wikipedia. Totally fair. Directly. Because they do do nice little summaries that aren't ridiculous. They do nice. All right. Chapter one, Boba Fett barely escapes from the Sarlacc that swallowed him and is left for dead by Jawas. Patton Oswalt style. He did it. Yeah. The Mandalorian hand comes out of the sand. (laughs) To reveal it is none other than bounty hunter Boba Fett. That's super cool. Super duper cool. Good for him that he got to have that. The Jawas steal his armor, man. They fucking blast him in the face and knock him the shit out. They do indeed and blast him in armor. the face. He's captured by the Tusken Raiders and fails to escape their camp. Oh, no. Years Please. later, Fett and Fennec Shand have taken control of the Hutt's criminal empire on Tatooine, including Jabba's palace. After Mandalorian Season 2. Ooh, see here. They receive a tribute. <laughs> we from, don't have a link for that. <laughs> they, they receive tribute from local business. It's like that. Uh, scan this QR code to get the entire Mandalorian season one and two. Why did my entire computer just become a clone for a Bitmine operation? <laughs> we'll never tell. No, you'll never know. They receive tribute from local business owners and gain the services of two Gamorrean guards, Fett and Shan. The, the Gamorrean guards this is were really just blowing their bones, like a lot. The of uh, the Gamorrean guards are actually the loyal ones that stayed. Uh, there were the guards that uh, were loyal to Jabba, and yeah. they decided to stay loyal to the crime lord as to not die. And they're going to put them in the big pig tag. they got to put them in the big pig tag. It's coming. We have five now. We have five. It's on the way, dude. We have five. It's on the way. I'm going to talk pig. about it now. We have Gamorrean Guard. We have Boba Fett's Gamorrean Guard. We have Gamorrean Brawler, or uh, slash Gauntlet Fighter from Mandalorian Season 2, Is Episode 1. Is that two one. characters? It's, that's three total. Mm-hmm. And then we have the other two that are in the pit raid for Father's Galaxy. From... Galaxy Heroes. Oh. So you want them too, just to fill because out the tag. Because they're already there. Yeah, I got you. Fill got out the you. tag, have a big pig team. And then you have you. the small pig team, we have the Ugnaughts. Dude, I, I can go, the small I can pig go team. for a big pig team. <laughs> they would slap. We should mention these Gamorrean guards were like about to be executed. They're also double Before Boba was like, what if you worked for me? And they were like, okay. They're also double cheeked up. Yeah, man. They're fucking thick. They are thick. <laughs> they walk around no shirts on. Uh, fucking booties. And you can see their asses hanging out. <laughs> it's fucking awesome. I gotta get me some Gamorrean assless chaps. <laughs> <laughs> they, um, and then the mayor's um, commandant, I think is what he's called. 
comes on and he's like, like he's like on board yeah he's like hello uh, pay tribute to the mayor and he's like that's what you're supposed to do to me because yeah. that's what Jobba did I'm the crime I'm the guy he's supposed to pay me <laughs> <laughs> and then he's like well mm-hmm, uh, our payment is advice <laughs> and he leaves and then uh, we'll see that come he's play like, out in episode you also two me not, so he goes you may to, hear from us again he goes to the sanctuary where the king returns Max Rebo He's looking straight up playing the bangos or whatever. They visit the sanctuary, which is a cantina in Mos Espa run by Garza Fwip. That's a name. Who who also offers tribute. Uh, Coin in the helmet. Yeah, she fills up the helmets with coins. The Fennec gets dick. She gets coins. But it's not not as much. It's not as much. (laughs) Well, she's not Boba Fett. Exactly. She's not not the crime guy. She's not the guy. I think Boba Fett's going to mack on her hard. She's like, what's up? I'm going to keep it real. I don't see it going that way. Really? I don't, I don't know. She seems pretty flirtatious. I, I see it more as like a business partner's relationship and not so much. A... Not Fennec Shand. Oh. oh not the, Fennec the Shand. Woman. The, the woman. Not Fennec oh, Shand. I'm, I'm like, dude, she doesn't have it going no, on. Like, Fennec no. Shand is a life debt. I'm like, I'm not seeing these flirty things at all. No, I'm talking about the um, the runner of the sanctuary. Like, is there a scene where she like just like. No, she, she's making she eyes at Boba. the sexy eyes? No, that's what, uh, that's what the uh, Twi'lek is doing. Yeah. In sanctuary, she's giving Boba the sexy eyes. Could be think, part of her business. I think it's part of her just trying to like keep him on her good side. Also, you know? it's Twi'leks. They're always sexualized. You don't want to screw anybody in that kind of because he's, and you don't want to act like you're getting ready to screw him over yeah. either, so just schmooze. Especially besides Play being the new crime lord, he's also fucking Boba Fett. Was so. Like, what's the easiest way to make you like her, right? Just Money and the eyes. Act, yeah, just act like you're into him. Yeah. And then if he ever tries something, you'd be like, oh, well, I have to go, goodbye. And if he never <laughs> tries anything, you're like, this has been working great. <laughs> this is awesome. This is awesome. Boba he Fett, leaves me alone. Boba Fett is one of those guys who's like, oh, I had sex once. It was fun. It no was, more. It was all right. Wasted time. Oh, not yes. making money. Aura yelled at me. Why did you have sex with Aura? No, no she was outside. Oh, okay. <laughs> we she hired the Gumamore. We don't know if Bobo's <laughs> canonically had sex. Who cares? Who does this make a difference to? Uh, me. I want to know. <laughs> I'm sure he has. In the life that we, he's led. We don't know if Django has either because his yes, kid was do. a clone. No, his kid was a clone. He's totally banged. He's banged Aura. He's totally banged. He definitely banged Aura. Saying that's what Aura was like, I gotta kind of change care of this kid. Django bangs hard. Yeah. Django bangs. He goes in, man. <laughs> Django bangs. Yeah, dude, he goes in. Django bango. Did you ever see that, um, it's like a, I think it's a Legends comic now. They're but... all Legends comics. <laughs> Anything Django related is a legend. It's, um, not the son of Django, the son of a clone trooper. Django kills his father, uh, and then years later, Boba meets the son of the clone trooper. Yeah, this is... Um, and he's like, are you like my brother? He's like, no, Jango Fett killed my dad and I hate him and you. Get away from me, test tube. It's like, oh, jeez. <laughs> yeah. I remember that one. Yeah. That, <laughs> that's, a, that's, a, that's a pretty cool... Uh, that's a pretty cool comedy. It ends good, though. Yeah. It ends well. That's in uh, the, one of the Book of Boba. That's probably Twin Engines. No, no, that's not the Confidence one. I don't remember what it's called, but I do know it's cool. I do like it. I do like the comic. Cool shit. It's got, it's got a good art style. It looks like a painting. Yeah. Uh, inside, they get uh, they get their helmets filled with money, and then they leave the cantina, and their group is ambushed by assassins, whom they fight off. <laughs> Fennec, alive. Alive, yeah. Because <laughs> Fennec is going nuts. That was pretty She's goofy. Like, he literally blows one up with a missile, and he goes, Fennec, keep one alive. He it's like, blows I didn't blow the one up. shit out of that guy. He blows that <laughs> That guy has turned pieces. into ash that dude is on the side of the building. <laughs> he's not even pieces, he's like particles. <laughs> it's like atoms and scraps. <laughs> Guy ain't even like a thing anymore. Mm-hmm. Uh, Fett injured returns to his palace and is placed in his bactopod for healing. 
While inside, he has a flashback to his time with the Tuscans. Fett and a Rodian captive were forced to dig for water in the desert until they were attacked by a large sand creature that killed the Rodian. Which was Goro, but with, like, uh, four legs instead of two. I don't know what the fuck. It, I that, don't think it has a name. That thing just shows up. I, I'm like, ooh, what's coming out of the sand? Some kind of cool, like, monster Crate, from the Star Wars? Dragon? Like, what's this? And it's just this giant, like, scaly motherfucker, like, ripped out of Legend of Zelda. <laughs> it looked like a scaly Lionel with extra arms. I was like... What the hell is that? Everybody's reaction was like, what the fuck? That lives just (laughs) under the sand? Or how many of these things are there? Are... Are, are there any versions of these things that are civil? You know, Can I like, see a bounty hunter with four guns? Yeah, just, what the, <laughs> I, I feel like unveiling that was just like a, what the hell, man? I feel like there's going to be another one at some there point. has to be. Dude, I feel like Boba's going to be getting like dicked on by, spoilers, Black Chrysanthemum, <laughs> like by the end of For the sure. show. And he's going to see like the scales on the ground. He's going to tap on it, right? <laughs> and he's going to be like, you're fucked now. And then this you're thing's fucked. just going to come out and start ripping the Wookiee to pieces. He's going to be like, oh my god. And he's just going <laughs> to run away. I don't want Black Chrysanthemum to die, but we know that he makes it this far so the comics can use him as much as they can. From what I've seen in the comics, he's he looks like he's kind of cool. He's he's not a bad person. Yeah, he's not like a snarly is, asshole. Like the is, show um, definitely made him out to seem more. He, this well, guy's a threat. When he's on a job, you don't know. He's, he's yeah, he could be on the business, but yeah. uh, him and Boba work together. Yeah, is that Legends or canon? No, that's canon. Okay, Black Chrysanthemum was made. In, I gotta read. Uh, I want to read that so. one so that if they talk about having history at some point, we know about yeah, it. Yeah, Christanton is um current comic character. He's not old. I'm definitely going to have to read whatever it is that hit him before. He was in, uh, it was probably either an annual or the Doc Afro book. I'm going to have to find it. Yeah. I'll have to find it. He was in the Doc Afro book I'm for the I'm pretty sure he was hired by Darth Vader, right? He was. Is that the thing that him and Boba worked together on? It's possible. He was hired by Darth Vader, I think, to hunt down Afra after Afra betrayed him. I know he beat Chewbacca in a fight. He fucks Chewbacka up because he's like an angry bitch. Yeah, and Chewbacca is like just a bitch. I love Chewbacca, but he's like like the teddy bear of the Wookiees. You see Black Chrysanthemum, you're like, dude, what the fuck is that? This guy fucks. I bet this guy could like (laughs) eat my asshole for breakfast. (laughs) Yeah, I'll I'll look up a Black Chrysanthemum reading guide for you and I'll send it over and be like, here you go. I'm going to have to look into it. Star Wars theory has been going nuts with the Black Chrysanthemum. Because it's a comic book character. It's the first time we've seen one. He's like, Look at all this! I'm like, I love it. <laughs> oh my god! Reasons to follow Star Wars. He fights Obi Wan Kenobi. He does. I, I saw that. That's his first timeline appearance. I watched that video. That yeah. was cool. I was like, ooh. Yeah, that's where he gets the scar. Mm-hmm. Or at least one of them. Don't fuck with Kenobi, dude. Nah, dude. Kenobi knows what's up. He was hired by Vader, actually. No, not Vader. He was hired by someone to go get Kenobi. Oh no, he was hired by Palpatine to go get Luke. He no, he's hired by <laughs> Jabba the Hutt to stop. Obi-Wan from attacking his cartel guys. Oh, because they don't know it's Obi-Wan going Kenobi. and beating the shit out of the moisture farmers. Uh-huh. He's protecting uh, Owen. Yeah. Because he's like, oh, well, Owen's even if Owen's farmer. mean to me, he's like he's like Luke's surrogate dad, so I gotta make sure he doesn't get beat up, and I gotta make sure Luke lives like a decent life. So he beats up Jabba's dudes in the dead of night mm-hmm. when they come to do raids on the moisture farm. Same gangs that are yeah. in Book of Boba? And they run back to Jabba, and they're like, we got our asses kicked, this and we don't know by who. Like so ghost. Jabba hires Black Chrysanthemum, mm-hmm. and he's like, you know what to do. Get him. So he <laughs> takes Owen... And he beats the piss out of Owen up on, like, the cliffs. And he's like, 
I'll answer your questions, man. What do you want from me? And Obi-Wan shows up. He's like, he's not asking you questions. He just wants you to scream. Because <laughs> so I'll come. <laughs> yeah, he's like, because he knew I'd come. So. <laughs> yeah, it's cool shit. Yeah, that's a cool one. I really like that story. That is in, like, the secret journal of... If you guys don't know about that, now you've got some Black Crescenton insight. I think it's volume five of the 2015 Star Wars you know, run. We're, we're just, like, throwing this name around. They didn't even say his name in the show. No, but... Like, if you didn't look it up after the fact, you're like, Black Wookiee. Oh, I know who it was. I knew he was in a comic. I yeah. just didn't know his name. Yeah, when I saw it, I was I, like, I've seen art of him so many times. <laughs> like, he's a guy. I'm like, who is he? What's he in? I was like, is he Legends? I'm like, is this how Revan becomes canon? <laughs> Revan is a Wookiee now? He's going to be a Book of Boba Fett. That would be nuts. Would Star make Killer. no sense, but it'd be Shut sick. Starkiller should show up. He Straight up. If, if, if Starkiller is going to be in anything, it's going to be the Ahsoka show. Episode 6, The Two Clones. Nut. <laughs> <laughs> the twin. The, the three. Twin, the three clones. The three clones. Omega. Ooh, Rex is in it. Omega and Rex and Crosshair. <laughs> Commander Cody. <laughs> <laughs> he's alive. Everyone's there. He's there. Dude, Tup's there. Tup is dead. Yeah, he's there. Who's the one that was cloned and is in the, uh, not cloned? Who's the one who's put in cryo freeze? That might be Tup. Tup is alive still. I don't think he is. I think he's dead. Well, there's one of them that shows up in an IDW book that's canon. He gets frozen and he uses. <sighs> might does be Tup. Does it matter? No. But it's cool. And we'll talk about it when we get to that. Exactly. Sounds good. Um, yeah. And then he offers... Boba, Boba kills the creature. And then he brings them the head back yeah, as a trophy. They take the head back to the camp, and they give water to Boba, and he's in the club. He's in the, he's in the club. Uh, well, not yet. He still has to go through initiation. Well, he's, the, he's cool, man. I would say the handing of the water and the not being in prison means, okay, you're in the club. You're a cool guy. Yeah, you're you're on the you're like on the fringe club. Yeah, like we gave you a membership card, <laughs> but there's levels. Yeah, he further you didn't sur- get your stick in your robe yet. <laughs> he fr- he further solidifies that relationship in the next episode. Yeah, the water. Hopefully, the water it's done. Is like, here you go. The flashbacks are cool, but I don't care. I feel like we're gonna get one more decent sized flashback. Because and I will explain what I think it is when we're done talking about episode two. Briefly, though, I want to talk about some things I wrote for chapter one. I don't know if you had any notes. Too short. 38 minutes. Yes. Wish it was longer, very, very especially short. because we only got like 15 minutes of current timeline. I'm not going to lie. It put a bad taste in my mouth for the very beginning long. of the show. I, was I like, liked it, but I, I didn't like, love it. We've been hyping this show up since the literal end of The Mandalorian Season 2. A whole year And ago. then we open on the first episode, and it's not even 40 minutes. Yeah. I'm like, I, do, I was honestly expecting like an hour and 15, hour and 20 minute opening. Dude, the first episode of Bad Batch is 75 episodes. minutes. Or two. Because yeah. I'm like, why does Hawkeye get two opening episodes? Book of yeah. Boba Fett gets one, and it's 38 minutes. And it would make more sense if Book of Boba Fett got two, because then it, the seven episodes would just be six weeks. I feel like it would have made things a little bit easier, but... Uh, if you watch one and two back-to-back, it's fucking amazing. It's because something is coming out. What is it? What's coming after book? Is it, know, is it uh, Captain Marvel? Or Miss Marvel? Um, no, it's probably... Moon Day. Uh, or it might be Andor. Because I know Andor is coming out in the spring-summer time. Kenobi, we still don't have like a definitive Kenobi's release. Kenobi's coming out date. like May. We, we that's what we keep telling ourselves. <laughs> that's what they said. We don't even have a trailer for this show yet, and we're all saying it's coming out in May. So that's something. That's, soon. Dude, I follow a page on Twitter that says, "Is the Kenobi show trailer out yet?" <laughs> and <laughs> every day they just post no. <laughs> I'm like, oh <laughs> we'll, man. <laughs> we'll probably get a trailer at the end of Book of Boba Fett. Don't know why, but who cares? I would love that. Kenobi's kid revealed. Notes <laughs> for chapter one. Uh, Boba using plenty. the stormtrooper's air supply to breathe. That was cool. Fire. That was pretty sick. I don't know how it wasn't melted, but whatever. It's cool. It's, the tube, it's up in there. You know, maybe the plastic stuff just doesn't get melted down. That's, yeah. I'm willing to believe the air supply was safe in there. Sure. Because you could see that Boba obviously didn't have an air supply. Like, he just shoved that shit right up in his mouth. Like, <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Um, he climbs out of the sand. Yeah, which I wrote it must have been some crawl to climb through that fucking sand. Cause sand is thick, dude. Yeah, you think you <laughs> climb out of the side of the Sarlacc, right? It's like, and then he was a good, like, maybe 10 feet away he, from the much pit. Much farther than 10. It's like, he would have had to trudge through so much sand. And not just out, but up. He was, like, doing a full-on Minecraft move, building a staircase, <laughs> getting out of, like, the dungeon. He's I like, I get out of here. I don't either. That's why they just flashed him getting out, because they're like, we don't need I think that I think that might be one of my things that I'm like, show me some under-the-sand boba crawling <laughs> action, you know? It's like, otherwise, just have him jetpack out. Yeah. Uh, Fly I, out I, I was honest, Honestly, I was waiting for a more comedic take, where, because they show you the outside of the Sarlacc pit, I was waiting to see, poof, <laughs> just him face down in the sand. <laughs> but, yeah, Close enough, though. it's just... Whatever, when man. He climbs it's out of the sand, he kind of like rolls on his back, and then the Jawas take all his armor. Bam! Fucking hits him in the face with the stick. He, he grabs the Jawas leg. He's like, my stuff. And then he just takes it. I was like, <laughs> I was like, oh, man, is he going to pull one of the Jawas down to the ground first? Is he going to like maybe get a hold of one or something? But no, nah, I just crack him right out. It's like, you're going to sleep, bro. Too many of them. Get bonked. Uh, this was worth note, I because I had to write it. The Tuscans, they squirt a worm into Boba's mouth to wake him up, and it's awful. <laughs> he's just laying there with his mouth open, and he's like, I'm... It's like, oh, God. Dude, they do a lot of awful shit to him. Dude, it's terrible. Lizard, I'm going to talk about it. The lizard that pilots him? I, dude, trust me. I made note of the awful shit they did to him. Uh, I wrote, it's amazing he doesn't die of starvation, dehydration, or sun poisoning, or exhaustion while he's being brought back to the Tuscans. Like any of those, there. any of those things should have killed him. Or when he's being led around by a child. Yeah, it's a child. Yeah, who's why? Why a child? Why not an adult? Why did the child run with two of the slaves? One child. Who is it? It's probably the, the king shaman's child, but whatever. Who knows, man? It comes out of nowhere where it's like this child She's got the little dog. Well, the reason why I think they teamed up with the child is because, and they should even show a flashback of some Django Fat Boba Fat moments when they were when he was a kid. It's like, exactly. Oh, no. Baloney. <laughs> Baloney, what are you doing? You just see this child's going to show up at Boba Fett's palace. Be like, everyone's dead. You're my new dad. And he's going to be like, oh, I'm the king. I'm the guy. I'm not showing me. I wonder if the show ends with us finally taking the wraps off of Tuscan's face. And Please they show them that they're just God. like all sexy. I. They need to be hot. They, they, should, they, they better be hot. They're going to be ripped. They're literally covering their faces all the time. Their skin should be in like perfect condition. And they should have big Because it hasn't beards. been exposed to like anything. They're going to have big beards because hair grows sweat. in the dark. When you have like a cast on, your hair is darker and thicker. Maybe they'll so. be ugly. <laughs> they're just wookies. <laughs> they have to be hot. That's why they're screwed. I'm hoping they're hot. Oh, I need like Ryan Gosling, Ryan Reynolds hot. Like yeah. just Adonis. The kids look like <laughs> Timothy Chalamet. <laughs> <laughs> Timothy Chalamet's got to be in Star Wars somewhere. <laughs> He's going to be in it. Dude, he'd be a great Ben Solo. Young, like, I'm just saying. Young just throw, Ben. Just throwing that out there. Young Ben. He'd play that part. He'd play the shit out of that part. Yeah, oh, a Qui-Gon movie with Young Ben. Wait, Ben. Oh, you're talking about Ben talk? Driver. I was talk? talking about Ben Kenobi. No. <laughs> I would call him Obi-Wan. <laughs> True. No, he, he's got the, uh, I think he's got a, a decent bit of the facial structure. He's already got the long hair that we've mm-hmm. come to know, and it's his normal hairstyle. So I think it'd be acceptable to see him, let's just say he's like 18, you know, but because what is Kylo? He's like 30 something. At, at most. The only problem is, and and I've had an issue with this more and more as I get older. Ray's nineteen. No, uh, <laughs> uh, we look because she is. We look pretty similar to the way we did when we were eighteen. I'm five years away from being thirty, 
And then we looked the same. And we kind of looked the same. So this whole using other actors to play actors who are supposed to be like in their mid or early 30s is starting to get a little iffy for me. Oh, you know. I understand like, this has been an issue for Alden probably a lot Adenreich of people. And Harrison Ford. Yeah, well, that's just... That's, that's just weird. That's a victim of circumstance. They could have gotten a guy that... I think he's a great actor. I think they could have gotten a guy who was better looking as Han Solo. Yeah. Alden Ehrenreich is a good looking guy. I saw, like, I saw before the Solo movie came out, they were like, all these people who look like him. And Alden Ehrenreich was like at like the bottom of the list. They're like, he kind of looks like Harrison Ford. He's got the Ford. jawline. Yeah, they're like, he looks like him a little bit from like certain angles if he's posing right. And then like, the <laughs> lights like, hitting him like guy. just right. You're like, oh, that could be Harrison Ford. You know, but there was one guy, I was like, every picture I saw of him, I was like, this guy could be a son. Yeah. Like, this could be him. This could be <laughs> the Boba to his Django. Yeah, I think Ingruber, I talk about him all the time. Ingruber would have been great. He literally played I young Harrison Ford. he's the guy. <laughs> uh, he played young Harrison Ford in a movie. And then my friend Sabrina, who's been on Android's Amazing Podcast, check that out. She uh, has this actor, I forget what his name is. He did a um, Han Solo short film on YouTube called, like, Han Solo Smuggler's something. Smuggler's Bounty. I mean, this just makes me sick. That's literally, that, that's the movie. I think it's Age of Adeline. This just me. This that's just this kills me. He's the voice of a uh, Joker in Telltale. Because he looks exactly like Harrison Ford, but he's not a big enough actor. Elden Ring, at least. Look at this picture. He's not even trying to look like Harrison Ford, and he's doing it. Well, I mean, that's from the movie. So he come is. on, <laughs> so he's come trying. on. <laughs> he's trying a little bit. Come on. I forget who Sabrina said. Um, I'm gonna have her send it over to me now. He looks this much the, better. This is the original picture that I saw of him. That I was Dude, sold. That's on the one. The I, that's the one I. Saw I was everybody. sold on the Han Solo look. I was like, that's him in the cantina all day. Yeah. His name is Anthony Ingruber. For anybody who doesn't know, look him up. Insane. 100 times. Voice of Joker in Tussle He said it 100 times. Batman Tussle I've been too into my shit. Who is your... Um, Alright, I'm gonna keep going on my notes here, because I, yeah. got, I got some more stuff. I got some more stuff. Um, but, 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 the Rodian sucks. What a dick. I wrote that. He is an actor. <laughs> I legit wrote that. Come on. Come help me. <laughs> no. <laughs> I, I feel like everybody watching was just like, what the fuck was that? Does this guy like being a, like a captive? He's is like, this fun for him? You know, like, like, you guys aren't even being fed. There's just no water or nothing. Tuesday for the Rodian. Didn't get it. Rodian number two. Uh, the the Tuscan, when Boba finally gets free, is surprised that Boba didn't whack him to death before he ran off. And I think that's probably why they don't kill him right away when oh, they child? catch up to him. Yeah. Because yeah. Boba's got more than a fucking hefty opportunity. Just whack this kid in the dome and sprint off. Yep. He literally goes, and then like runs away. Yeah. He goes, fuck you. <laughs> He's like, I'm not you people. So they let him stay alive. Uh, they, they, they alive him. They Boba alive has to him. sleep in his Polynesian spa to heal his wounds. Yep, which that, he does. That's always a lovely call. Because he's still got to do the Sarlacc healing because yeah. it's burned away his everything. Mm -hmm. And he also got fucking, like, junked in the nunk. And sun poisoning, by, probably. By and... Yeah, there's a lot of stuff that's going wrong with Boba him. got fucked up. Mm -hmm. Yeah, he's had a, he's had a pretty <laughs> bad run. All I can think about is was him, in his mind, during this Tuscan thing, like, when I find Han Solo... I'm gonna cut his fucking balls off. I'm gonna kill this motherfucker. This guy ruined everything for me. He's got fucking sucks. Fucking knocks me into a pit, and now I'm a slave. <laughs> this is the. But worst. I'm actually a friend. <laughs> I would love to see Han Solo in this show. That would make me lose my fucking mind. Doesn't have to be Alden. Could be. It could be in Gruber. Could yeah. be whoever Sabrina tells me whenever she responds. I'm okay with Alden at could this be, point because they already made a whole movie with it. It could be Harrison Ford DH because they did it to Mar they did it to Mark Hamill, and I know Harrison Ford doesn't want to do it. But given enough money, he probably will. He definitely would. That guy will money. do anything if you give him enough money. He's, He's like, like, I don't like you. I don't like Star Wars. I hate this. It's money. like, but what if we gave you a billion dollars? He's like, yeah, I'll play Han Solo all day. I'm doing Indiana Jones. Because like, they like, told me I could after I did the Star Wars. He wants to do Indiana Jones. Because he, he likes yeah. him way more than he likes Han Solo for he, some reason. He, 
because Indy is more, I guess, relatable. It's because it's, it's the fans. He said it before. It's he said he said the Indiana. It's the it's the fedora. It's the way. He said because of the Indiana, uh, because of the Star Wars fans, he hates it because yeah. they're always asking stupid ass questions because it's so out of reality. Where Harrison Ford, Indiana Jones, is just like, yeah, I punch Nazis and I have a cool whip. Yeah, well, he says people always ask him if he thinks Han shot first, and he's like, I don't care. He's like, he's like you shouldn't care. It doesn't mean anything in your day to day. What does it matter? He's like, the other guy died. Who cares? I'm like, I'm like, he's not wrong. I'm like, you shot first, but you're not wrong. <laughs> I mean, they made a whole fucking plot point about it in the movie about Han Solo, so he better Yeah, they're like, he, he got him. Oh, uh, yeah. First kid. We get our big people. pigs, they join. That's always good. The big pigs. Uh, I love it when they <laughs> enter the um, the sanctuary and Actually, they're like, oh, can we take your helmets? And Fennec's like, no. And Boba's like, yes. <laughs> take my he's like, please, clean the shit out of my helmet. Fill it up with cool stuff. Yeah, the big pigs, they make the save on Boba. I love that. It's like, it's a good thing that he ended up getting them. I know it's written that way, but fuck you, Fennec. <laughs> Fennec's like, we're going to kill him. She and does those like, sick-ass parkour moves, like, up the building. She's love badass. I love it when they put shit like that Fennec into, like, the, when We saw her in Bad Batch, she's badass. Yeah. So. I, I just love seeing that shit. Not in animation, right? Because a lot of Clone Wars is, look at people doing cool shit in parkour. Yeah, because... Like, and now we get to actually see it. I mm-hmm. love that. Um, yeah, and I wrote Boba who must be on the verge of death at this point, Always <laughs> gets recruited to dig for water for hours in the hot sun without any protection. Then he fights a scaly Tatooine Lionel and wins single-handedly using just a chain. Yep. He may be the, over, the most overpowered Star Wars character. Just He's throwing always, that out there. It's because they have to make him cool again. Just going to say it. I already thought he was cool. I get a lot of other people didn't think he was cool. A lot of other people still don't think he's cool. A lot of people think but... he is very cool, but a large majority of people, like myself, at least up until recently thought he was overrated because he doesn't do anything in the original trilogy besides I, stand I there and look that really his cool. reputation precedes him and yeah. I see it um you know I don't want to talk about it after we all talk the retroactive kind of up oh, Sabrina got me back she says Jamie Costa I will look him up for you Jamie Oh yeah dude I love Jamie Costa yeah. he is huge um in like the Star Wars fanfic world there he is I sent you yeah I sent he looks like Robin Williams there. I sent <laughs> he you does. Um, oh my god <laughs> I, oh, he did a, a Kenobi fan. Yeah, he did a <laughs> Kenobi fan form. film, which I sent to you. And James Arnold Taylor is in it. Ooh. And it's awesome. And Obi Wan, while he's playing Obi Wan, he drops the "Hello there," and James Arnold Taylor hits him back with a "Hello there." This is like a question. <laughs> I'm like, I love this. Yeah, this is peak stuff. Star Wars memes. Uh, he also made a Han Solo fanfic, fan film, which I 150,000 percent recommend that you yeah. watch. It is amazing, yeah. dude. Like if this. I can't even believe I didn't think of Jamie Costa first. He's my number one pick for Han Solo. All day. He's my number one pick for a young Han Solo. He has good. anybody right now who doesn't know who Jamie Costa is, look up his Han Solo fan film and his Obi-Wan Kenobi fan film. Yeah, it's called Kenobi, a Star Wars fan film. And, and you will be blown away. It is so trade. good. It is so good. Yeah, I'm going to put him on the list now. Dude, watch him when I leave yeah. <laughs> so that we can talk about it. He's him. also got his acting reel, his comedy reel, and his uh, animation reel. Yeah, him and Star Wars Theory are friends. That's actually how I found out about him because Star yes. Wars Theory was like, go watch this. I was What's like, awesome okay. but what also <laughs> sucks is now that Alden is there, if they are going to do Han Solo, Again, it'll probably be him. Yeah. But I would love for someone else because he, he they don't look the same when they age. Yeah. So it'll be Alden, Harrison, Alden, Harrison. It doesn't make sense. He keeps getting older every year. Who, Harrison or Alden? Alden. Well, yeah. He's going to keep getting older. He's going to start looking less and less and less and less like young Han Solo. He's still a pretty young guy, though. 
Yeah. But as you age, your facial features well, start to change yeah. and things become Ford. more pronounced. It's Look like, at Mark Hamill. He's just, you know, Besides his how long job. can Alden get away with playing young Han Solo? Right? Yeah. It's Not like, very long. Because when Alden Ehrenreich hits like 40, he's, he's going to be playing like middle-aged Han Solo, he's, which we already have. It was Harrison he, Ford in the 70s. He's 10 years older than Courtney, so he is 12, 32. Alden. Yeah. He's not as young as I thought. I thought it was like 28. So he's about the age that Han Solo should be in the original Star Wars. Yes. But he's a baby face. Which is a problem. <laughs> See, he does the Conqueror's Forge a little See, bit. See, that, that's what I'm talking about. Yeah, that's a good picture. In, in, in a picture <laughs> where you get him sitting the right way and the light's hitting his face just the right. It's, See, it could happen. Yeah, it works. All right, let's get to uh, episode two. I don't know Hell why yeah. a kid just signed in. That was weird. Uh, so... Fit and Shan interrogate the captured assassin who claims to have been hired by Muk Shaiz. Alden Ehrenreich is going to be in a movie called Cocaine Bear. That sounds about right for him. <laughs> it's about a movie about a bear that goes on cocaine and goes to a rampage in town. That sounds cool. That sounds like something I want to watch. At least that was the one that was pitched years ago. So I'll see that. I'll definitely see that. We'll see it in theaters. Definitely. Because it's going to be a, it's Cocaine gonna be Bear 2024. In theaters only. <laughs> cocaine Bear. It's going to be a theaters only movie. Go into uh, the next bit. Yeah, they uh, interrogate the captured assassin who claims to be hired by Muk Shaiz, the mayor of Mos Espa. Shaiz denies this. Oh, okay, we'll skip right over it. Uh, they him. push the assassin into a rancor oh, pit. Yeah, There's dude. no rancor in it, and he's scared shitless. Yeah. I want to make a note of this real quick. They threaten to cut his head off, and he doesn't give a shit. They threaten to have him eaten. He gives up all his secrets. I guess the method of death is Well, because if you get your head cut off, it's just like you're done. If you get eaten by a rancor... What if the rancor eats your head you first? Go, it wouldn't just go... Um, it would eat your whole top of your body first. You'd feel that shit. Oh, well. Or eat your legs first. Either way, this guy's or a Or eat your penis first. <laughs> oh, my dick! Either way, this guy sucks. He <laughs> uh, does suck. Shaiz denies this, but offers payment to Fett for capturing the assassin that they murder in the middle of his room. Not oh, Boba God. and Fennec, the mayor's dudes. He's, he's like, like, you found the he's assassin. Like, kill that guy. He's dangerous. <laughs> Got him. Get him. Flip. Now, there's no way to confirm if he was actually hired by the mayor. But he passes it off anyway, saying that it's actually Flip at the sanctuary. Uh, so Boba Fett goes to the sanctuary to confront Flip about it, and Flip says that the two of Jabba's cousins, a pair of huts known as the Twins, want to claim Jabba's throne for themselves. The Twins arrive with their minion, Black Chrysanthemum. Hey, you guys heard that name before? Yeah. And try to intimidate that. Fett, but he refuses to submit. Later, Fett is in his back to its pod again. Oh, the twins just leave. Yeah, they go. That, that's a weird well, way to leave it off. Well, he refuses to submit. The twins say, okay, and they leave. Well, they go, uh, it's not worth it right now. We'll come back later. I'm pretty sure they tell us. him to sleep softly. Yeah. Which is hilarious, because then Boba Fett follows it up with, well, I guess maybe it's settled then. I'm like, he literally told you he'd kill you in his sleep. It's Why big, do you think it's settled? It's Bicta time. Like, are you stupid? Because he wants to go to the Bicta He's like, I just want to go sleep in my Bicta. It's Bicta time. It does kind of lend credence to that thing that Boba's not very smart. No. Big old flashback. Yep. Later in his back to pod. He again. was raised by Bosk. Yeah. Think about that. Yeah, he was raised by Bosk. By Bosk. Because Aura yeah, died when he was died. young. And he was probably also raised by people like Aura and Bosk even prior to Django's death because they were Django's friends. Yep. <laughs> They're like, yeah, cool. I do like the idea that like Django dies and Bosk's like, I have a son now. <laughs> <laughs> but he sucks because they fight each other all the time in the in the current Oh, yeah. Series. It's like Boba grows up, right? And then Bosk is like, I hate you. <laughs> you suck. You used to be so cool I think when, it's you, when your head fit in my mouth. I think it's because he betrays him. I forget when. I'd love a story. Maybe. Hit me with a story. One day. A Boba story. Well, if the show's going to be mostly flashbacks, when Bosk shows up at the end of the next episode, beginning of episode four will be like, and here's the Bosk flashback on why we're not friends. Still thinking that next episode's going to be the last episode of flashbacks. But we can't or at least know, of the we can't know that for sure. I'm okay with like kid flashbacks. 
Oh, I don't mind. There's still a mixed time period. I don't think they're going to do too many. If no. you've noticed a lot of the stuff they're doing, it's been like his reflection or up against a window. Shots. Yeah, or they reuse stuff from Attack of the Clones. Yeah. They're really just trying to do like symbolistic stuff. No, I don't Not get so it. much like, mm. you guys want to see Kid Boba for 10 minutes? Like, no. <laughs> what I think is fun Boba. is we see the Slave 1 or whatever it was called, Bojango had it, probably Slave 1 still, Slave one. fly away with Boba still on Kamino, and then we know that Boba Fett shows up in Geonosha somehow. Geonosis. Geonosis, somehow. Mm-hmm. Somehow. Did you watch Tag the Clones? Does he hop on the ship with them? They leave together. Then how- Fleeing from Obi-Wan, who's attacking Jango, because oh, Bob- he wants to t- arrest him and Bo- take him. Boba's shooting at him, I forgot. Yeah. He's in the tank. <laughs> yeah. He goes, yippee! <laughs> we don't run a Star Wars podcast. No, I just, because I was thinking about it, I was like, but he leaves. And then it's like the last time he sees him, and then, I'm, and then you just said No, that. I'm pretty I'm sure like, that oh, was just like a moment of like when Bobo was young. Jango's like, all right, I'm going to do murder. And he leaves. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to do murder. And he's like, oh, dead, can I come? He's like, maybe next year. And then he leaves. <laughs> and then he dies. Yeah, and then he head cutty offy. Yeah. Uh, in his back to tank, he remembers when the Tuscans taught their style of combat in Desert Survival. Which is like dead. Polynesian fighting. It is Polynesian fighting. It's uh, Ma- Maori fighting. Yeah. I wrote a little bit about it. So and I'm going to I'm gonna do food. some research into it so I can be properly talking about it yes. uh, in the future episodes. Uh, the Tosca- the, 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 the Toskins. After the tribe is attacked thing. by a spice train of the Pike Syndicate, Fett stole some speeders from a nearby gang from Tashi Station. Oh yeah, dude. And it's the straight up Tashi Station thing from the the, uh, the deleted scene. Yep. And I'm going to go into it in a little okay, bit cool, more cool. detail. I, I got When you I got said that it. to me, I was like, whoa. Yeah, I, I'm, gonna, I'm just saving all my notes for after the synopsis. Understandable. Uh, so he gets these speeders and he teaches the Tuscans how to ride them. Like benthas. Like a pinta. That's why we said that. Yeah. To ride them before leading the tribe into a successful attack to stop the train. That won the surviving pikes, allowing them to leave alive. He doesn't kill them, which I have some well, theories. I mean, they kill a hefty amount. They do. They kill a lot of them. This is an intergalactic space syndicate. They have a lot of guys. You killed some and then sent the rest home to go and tell the rest. <laughs> so. Probably see Might some be some retaliation there. Yeah, uh, there's a little bit. Just to be admitted bit. into the Tuscan tribe, Fett was guided by a hallucination... Oh, I wrote this. By hallucination-inducing lizard to... Because they didn't include the lizard. They, they were just like... They were just like... He like goes and does that. I'm like, what? A lizard I'm crawls like, I'm like, I thought he was getting a little pet. I was like, oh, he's getting a guy. And then it goes into his nose. And I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> I was like, why is this? I was like, what the fuck just happened? This is weird. Why are you like this? <laughs> uh, a hallucination-inducing lizard to wander into the desert and obtain a branch, which he presented to the Tuscan That's leaders. That's stick. They dress Boba in black robes and teach him to form his own gaffy stick from the branch. The tribe oh, yeah. then held a ritualistic ceremony for him, signifying his place in their ranks. And now and he's gonna bang that shaman lady. We can with the move stick that fights him. Into my notes. The notes. Uh, the notes. So I wrote. I love how they faked out the assassin. I was like, Boba doesn't have a rank. Oh, what's this episode called? I was right. Um, don't do that. To me. <laughs> you waited till we got to the notes. <laughs> I totally forgot about it, dude. Like, Shit, dude. <laughs> uh, <laughs> good thing I have it open still. The tribes of Tatooine. Got him. Chapter two. We're good. Yes, we did it. We're real. <laughs> we stars, got him, boys. We know everything. Uh, the assassin didn't care about being beheaded. Yeah, I already talked about this. Yeah. Uh, was low-key hoping that they would have a rancor and it would be Moochie. That would be sick. Because I was like... Why introduce Moochie if it's not going to be the one that gets murdered? I'm like, you know, Bib Fortuna it was like his guy. Yep, he He's bought that one. He's in control right now or previously. Maybe they got a rancor. Because I was like, Boba doesn't have a rancor. Maybe it's at the rancor spa. Getting like... Uh, and then never gets picked up. The Polynesian rancor spa. Yeah, because no Sispa. Never gets picked up. I want... um. <laughs> Amy Sedaris's character show up because she's the mechanic in Mos Espa. Mm-hmm. She's the one that watches the baby and has the droids. Yeah. She'll probably make an appearance. 
They're in Mos Espo. Why would they not? I wouldn't see one. I think she's in Mos Espo. She's probably taking care of the slave one. I know she's not in Mos Eisley because she goes, nah, I wouldn't go there. And then I know she's not in the Cobb Vance town, Mos whatever. But I know she's in one of the three Moses. I think it's Espa. We gotta start like right in this. Well, Espa is huge, though. Where they zoom out and they show you the town, I'm like, this is big. Yeah, it's it is pretty big. It's bigger than most Eisley. uh, Most Eisley, at least what I can tell. Most Eisley is pretty big. Yeah, but this one looks like this one looks more like a city than a town. Most uh, Most Espa looks like an actual like sand city. Well, um, Uh, I gotta look look at some uh, some stuff. Some stuff. I have some research to do now on on the. (laughs) The Tatooine geography. Yeah, the Tatooine <laughs> geography and, lo- and cities and towns. Uh, when they go to the mayor's office, Boba's stopped by that dude who's like, uh, do you have an appointment? What's your name? And he's like, Boba Fett. He's like, Boba Fett. <laughs> nope. I'm like, dude, this is so fucking stupid. I love this. I'm like, this is like the ultimate form of like, yeah... We know. We we know. This is stupid. And of course, Boba and his guys, you know, eventually they do just they walk just by. But still, it's like, yeah, you know, I was told not to let a Boba Fett in today, you know? <laughs> it's like, hmm, maybe I'll just keep you outside for a little bit. Uh, we have that classic trope of the hut showing up only after Boba's been told of their arrival. He hears they're coming, and then the drums immediately start. Boom. She's like, you haven't heard? The twins are back. And he's like, they're on now, Hutta. And then the drums start. And it's like, he's like, guess not. They're not they're here. <laughs> I'm like, I almost wish that the drums had been going the entire time. And she's like, don't you know the twins are back? And Boba's like, they're on now, Hutta. What's that sound? <laughs> it's so annoying. Nobody should be doing that in my town. The twins are here. He's just so stupid. Big stinky. Uh, Black Crescent, not even going to waste any more time talking about him. We love him. Yep, he's cool. <laughs> so far, so good. <laughs> Uh, after Boba's disarmed by the Tuscan training him, instead of lashing out in anger, he wants to be shown how to fight properly. I said this is a small but great character moment for Fett, showing he's more interested in being better than claiming he's the best. Yeah. There's a lot of bounty hunters who just go around going, I am the best. Boba Fett, he'll say he's the best, and if he gets his ass kicked, he'll try and become the best. He's like, okay, I gotta get good. Let's go. By the way, that move where the where uh, he's fighting the Tuscan later on, and he knocks the Tuscan's gaffy stick out, and mm. the Tuscan does a roll and catches and it. catches it, and then gets him. I was like, <laughs> he's gonna do that. I was like, he's probably gonna do that to Black Crescent. I don't think he can do that. I think he can. I don't think so. I Especially think, wearing the armor. I think come the end, after he's had enough time, this Bacta, and he's been through some shit, and we've seen some stuff. I don't think they would show us that move if not to do it a second time. I don't think because it's this thing of. We're teaching you how to fight with the stick, right? What if you get this song? What if someone takes your stick? What if it gets knocked out of your hands, you know? And what if he's like, I know what to do. He just rolls over and does that. At this point, Boba Fett is... I think Boba Fett's like 30. He's not very old. It's just because it's Tamora Morrison and we know he's fucking old. I mean, if you think about it, he would be... How old is Boba Fett? He would be like 40. He'd be like 13. How old is Boba Fett in the book of Boba Fett? He's probably in his, like, late 30s. Um, okay, how about you just give me his age? How old is Boba Fett in canon? Boba Fett is 36 in Return of the Jedi, so give or take... The Tuscan thing is, under like, 40. a few days after that, so... Yeah, so... Yeah, he's and then his, in the current the timeline, he's probably, like, maybe a year at most out of where we got in the flashbacks. Five years after Return of the Jedi is what... Boba Fett's gonna live with the Tuscans for five years. Is that what... I thought Mandalorian... Mandalorian's five years after Return of the Are Jedi. Are you sure? I thought it was like I'm six months po- after. I'm positive. I'm 150,000% positive. 
how old is Tamar Morrison? 61. <laughs> really? A, yep. He's not that he's old. He's doing a great job playing like a 30-something. Yeah. <laughs> 30-something who's been attacked by You're soul, right. I guess. Maybe he won't do the move. That's what I'm <laughs> telling you. No. Nah. They can make him do it. Just get his, um, get his uh, stunt guy to do it. How long after episode six is Mandalorian? Five years. Yeah, we are correct. I know. That's why I said it like 18 times with such confidence. <laughs> hey, man. You never know. I did, though. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just joshing. Uh, when Boba faces down the bandits to take their speeders, it's Tashi Station. Woo, woo, woo. The interior yeah, was dude. recreated one-to-one with a deleted scene from episode four and the two people being accosted by the bandits are Luke's friends, Cammy and Fixer, dude. from the same deleted scene. Dude. That's right. Those fucking people have names. Isn't that ridiculous? When I was, that is the deepest cut. When I was sitting there watching that scene, my brain went, is this Han Solo and Princess Leia? <laughs> Legit. I was like, this is insane. I was like, if they bring in Han Solo, because the guy has the vest on. That guy looks like Han Solo. He, he kind of looks like Han time. Solo. And then uh, the girl has the Leia hair yeah. at the end of episode six mm-hmm. um, during, um, the, Dur- during the Ewok festival. The Ewok festival. Yeah. I'm like, is this supposed to be them on their like, honeymoon before they have their kid because this would be crazy and then you're like it's actually the deleted scene guys and i'm like oh yeah it also looks like the same actors but it's not no it's it not can't. they did a very good job very good because uh, i actually i rewatched the deleted scene today and yeah. i rewatched the second episode so i could write some notes about yeah. it and i was like oh my god you could pass as <laughs> like the same fucking people i'm like why can't they do this with luke and han it's nuts <laughs> just find duplicates they gotta be out there somewhere <laughs> Yeah, it's pretty cool. So, Cammy and Fixer, anybody who wants to confirm that for themselves and have a little bit of cool insight, look up a Star Wars Episode Four mm-hmm. deleted scene, Tashi Station, yeah. and uh, watch it alongside, because it's a literal one-to-one recreation of Tashi Station with those people in it. I know I recognize 8D8's voice. He's the translator droid in um, The Palace. Mm-hmm. He's Matthew Berry. He's a profound British actor. He's in uh, What We Do in the Shadows, but the TV show. Okay. He's been in a bunch of stuff, too. What would you know him in? Hmm. Um, what would you know him from? You wouldn't know him from anything. He's an archer. Um, <laughs> Show him to me. Uh, oh. Show him to me. Show me his face. Very... I know him. Yeah, yeah I've, seen, I've seen him. Toast to London. I've seen the face. Um, and then Carrie Jones plays Black Kristanton. Just a big, big dude. Just a big dude. Paul oh, Darnell. He's a black guy to play. Him. Yeah, Paul Darnell <laughs> is a stunt guy. He played the Nightwind Assassin. I'm looking for the uh, Galen Howard, my dude. This is the guy who played the uh, the receptionist. <laughs> guy. He has uh, been in a bunch of stuff. He was in Agents of Shield. He was in Brooklyn Nine Nine. I've seen him. I've seen him. He's usually one of those guys that's just like off to the side. Yep, he's a good actor though. He's a really good off to the side <laughs> actor, just to say like funny shit. The uh, Twilix, not the Twilix. Um, where is Ah Fixer? Skylar Bible is the new fi- is the new young Fixer. He's a young guy. I wanted to make sure it wasn't the same people. I knew it wasn't, but I wanted to make sure. No. For, then, for a little bit, I was like, de-aging software, maybe? I was like, no, yeah. no way. I'm like, these people <laughs> would look like Harrison Ford and Mark Hamill at this point. There's no way you could make them look like that anymore. Yo, young Boba Fett legit got... Uh, Daniel Logan got credits for the young Boba Fett stuff. Yeah. That's he, awesome. He kind of has to. I know. But sometimes <laughs> they do, like, uncredited. It'd be cool if they did uh, Boba Fett flashbacks to him during the Clone Wars, and it was Daniel Logan. He looks like a love young that. Boba Fett. I would, love, I would love to see... <laughs> dude, what if Cad Bane shows up in live action and we get the live action scene? That would be nuts. We get them trading those blows and li- he's oh, like... No, he's not dead. He's like, the ding so on your helmet's looking pretty good. He's like, how's that metal plate on your head, you <laughs> fucking loser? <laughs> <laughs> you bitch. 
<laughs> you had brain damage when I was done with you. I had a minor concussion. <laughs> I got dinged on the head. I got dinged on the head. You got no head. And you lost to a child. <laughs> you lost a part of your head. Oh, yeah. Boba brings the speeders and the Tuscans, and they start dismantling them because they don't do technology good. So they're like, oh, shit. Oh, and dude, he's like, no, 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 we're going to use them. <laughs> oh, it was funny. He says it to the, he's like, I brought these for you. And then the Tuscans start bringing them. He's like, no, these are mine. <laughs> I'm like, oh, no. This poor son. We're going to use them to stop the train. This poor bastard. <laughs> Uh, I love how they actually showed Boba. This is funny. This is based off the meme I sent you. They showed Boba teaching the Tuscans to use the speeders and get comfortable with them so it doesn't look ridiculous when the train comes and they're all just riding it's speeders like no problem. This is more training for them learning to ride speeders than Ray yeah. got at being a Jedi. Dude, facts. Straight facts. And this is coming from somebody who doesn't have a real problem with Ray. <laughs> I don't either. Uh, I'm, she was a Kenobi. I don't really have any notes for the train section. It was, it was pre- cool. It was pretty just very set. cool. Yeah, it was very cool. Very cool. Uh, I said the, cra- the conductor droid just says fuck it and starts overloading the train's engines when it sees the Tuscans raiding. Then jumps out the window and Boba gets there. I'm like, this guy didn't give a shit for even a minute. This droid was like, peace. He was like, I'm out. I don't care. <laughs> Uh, between the Pikes and the fast-paced train heist, this episode had some serious solo vibes. Episode was fire. Had some good solo vibes. Good heist film. It was like, ooh, this is very heisty. Very Ron moving. Howard heist film. <laughs> yes. They they talk about Kessel for a second. I was like, <gasps> Boba's a Kessel. I'm like, dude. Spice from Kessel. I'm like, this is solo. It's a spice from Kessel? I'm just going to cut this movie with solo. Are you carrying spice? We don't know what that is. <laughs> okay. <laughs> that was a good scene. <laughs> I'm going to upload a ver- <laughs> What does spice look like? <sighs> Like that. <laughs> I'm going to cut together a version of Solo where instead of the train heist, it's just this scene from Book of Bo. People are going to be like, they don't talk about no, it. No, they don't say anything. It'll be like, we got to go do a train heist. And then it switches to Boba Fett and the Tuscans and cuts back. That train heist was crazy. We lost everybody. <laughs> oh no. Everybody but me is dead. Rio Durant and Val, they both died. Where, where was that? They're dead. <laughs> Tandy Newton is so pissed at Solo. She's like, you introduced one strong black female character. The first. And you killed her. The first strong black female. The first black female in Star Wars, and they killed her. In movies, yes. In the comic book, uh, Jania Solo makes an appearance. Not Jania. I forget what her name well, is. Solo's uh, ex-wife. When half appearance. of these news articles and places say that they didn't consider the Clone Wars or comic books to be real Star Wars, I'm going to go ahead and say she was the first black woman in Star Fair Wars. Fair enough. Because there are liter- <laughs> Dude, I've seen things that are like, oh, the Rey was the first Rey's female Jedi master. in Star Wars. And people <laughs> will post like pictures of Ayla Sakura, you know, they'll post pictures of Ahsoka, Shock T, and it's from Clone Wars, and they're like, we only count Princess the real Leia. Star Wars. We don't count fake Star Wars. Princess Leia. And then someone posts Ayla Sakura like in episode three. <laughs> they're like, and, or Shock T in episode three. They're like, these characters exist. Princess in the Leia. movies, you know? <laughs> it's like, you can't say that they don't exist. Yeah, it's like, come People on. don't get it. Yeah, Princess Leia. Sure. Princess Leia. Why Jedi. Loki. Sure, Jedi. let's go yeah, with it. She did it. Let's, she let's... stopped because she saw the darkness in Ben. Because that makes sense. Yeah, and then that, that changed everything. <laughs> yep. Made things go better. <laughs> better. <laughs> the entire train sequence, including Boba fighting the guys at Tashi Station, was a good way of showing what Boba's capable of without his armor. Yeah, he's just a dude. Not saying he can go up against another Mandalorian decked out in armor. That probably would be really hard, which is why he chooses not to. Even against Cobb Vanth, he's not a Mandalorian, even, but still has the armor. Even if he knows like where this is, even if he... I mean, presumably, he wouldn't have even been able to track down the armor. I would assume that there's probably hundreds, if not thousands, of roaming Jawa trades, so... Yeah. It's not just one with one big sandcrawler. We'll see. 
<laughs> Could easily be one with one it's big one with crawler. Big crawler yeah. It's the one that had C three brown archer two. Prove me wrong. <laughs> uh, yeah. So Boba lets the Pikes go on the conditions they no longer attack the Tuskens. However, I can't help but feel this will backfire. In the next episode, we'll see the Tuskens being besieged by Pike Syndicate forces. Oh, for sure, dude. This kind of plays into my theory that um, the next episode will probably be, if not the last, close to the end of the flashbacks. I think he's close. I have a feeling that he's gonna have to go and get Slave One. As this episode comes out, we are filming before episode three because this episode comes out the day after. Yeah, th- this Just is a preface. This is going to be a non. We keep talking thing. about what happens in episode three, like we don't know, but in timeline we do know. Yeah, well, we will. <laughs> we but, will know, but it's okay. It's awesome. I can't believe Cad Bane shows up and kills Boba Fett. It was sweet. And that's the Cad Bane show. <laughs> the Book of Cad Bane. The Book, of Bane. <laughs> Book of Book of Bane. I'm just gonna say it's some. I wonder who's gonna play Cad Bane. Me. Dude, it's going to be John Hamm. <laughs> John Hamm? That would be sick. John Hamm, people want a John Hamm to play Thrawn. That would have been cool. Yeah, but He's just I, not Swedish. I hope it's the guy who they who does the voice acting. Uh, it is. Well, that's the rumor. That's the that's confirmation. Has it been confirmed, though? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, no, it has. I wonder who's going to be campaign. Because it can just be any dude. It could. They could really do anybody. Unless they get, like, I was going to say Clint Eastwood, he's too old. Jeremy Renner. Would be opposed. I don't know. I feel like you need someone that has like you need a the, Western guy, the kind of like grittiness Chris Pratt. to him. Magnificent Chris Seven, Pratt. Chris Pratt. Plus, he's also got to be like a thinner dude. Yeah. So that's the Clint Eastwood. Benedict Cumberbatch. He'd make a great. He's got that Cad weird Bane. chin. He's got the face. And he's a Disney boy. I'm sorry, Benedict, if you listen to the show. <laughs> he knows what he looks like. He's a good-looking guy, but he knows what he looks like. I have nothing against his appearance. No, I think he looks. Like I'm just like, like you. Man. You fit a role. But he, yeah. Oh man, that would be so good. And we know he's. A, but, what if it's Raul Coley? Yeah, so I think the next episode is going to be uh, the Pikes probably coming back with a bigger force, besieging the Tuscans. Uh, and this is going to be the thing that makes Boba have to go and find his ship. Because he's like, gonna be dead. he's going to be like, I need a real way to fight these guys We're going to kill the kids. See, he might even leave Tatooine and go to find them or whatever. I think that we're kind of getting to this cumulative point of Boba getting into the Tuscans, finding this new life and being a part of it. Well, he's already got the gear, so... Uh, well, maybe he won't leave Tatooine because he ends up back there somehow. Yeah. Uh, and based on his new decision to be a crime lord, or whatever he wants to call himself, Let's I guess. Crime. Yeah, um, I'm assuming that something bad happens to the Tuscans where he's not living with them anymore. Yeah. So, we're probably going to be coming to the end of these flashbacks. If not in the next episode, I'm only going to give it another two. And then I legit can't see it doing anymore. I wouldn't under, especially because they've been taking like twenty-five to thirty minutes at a clip to do these flashbacks. Yep, they're so half the episode like, always. It's like, all right, uh, when, I want the, when do I we want stop? the present day stuff. Yeah, I'm like, when does it stop being flashbacks? Right. Yeah. So we got him. He's literally at the point in Mandalorian where we left him off. You could do well, gear wise. Yeah, you could do a five year time skip at this point. And then he starts hearing the rumors about another Mandalorian, right? And maybe he's like, oh shit. That's like my guy, but I honestly think that he's gonna go looking for his ship mm-hmm. way before the time comes as the Mandalorian. Besides, using even aside from bike. travel, it's his dad's ship. Yeah, you know, it's like it's okay, I can't get my armor, but there's only a few places to hide a ship. You know, it's yeah. like anybody could take a suit of armor and leave, but if this ship is still on this planet, I'm gonna find it. Yeah, for sure. So I think the next episode is gonna be our reintroduction to Slave One. Hell yeah! And if it's not, that's uh, it. I'm sorry, Boba Fett's <laughs> ship. Oh, I'm sorry. His starship, you yep. mean? Yeah, Boba Fett's starship. That's it. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Let's talk about the I list. can't wait to find my ship, Boba Fett's starship. 
<laughs> Define the Boba Fett starship. <laughs> what? That's what I call it. <laughs> I can't call it the the one. Alright, let's, let's talk about the fucking lizard. The lizard. Boba takes a lizard up the nose, trips, and finds a branch. The leader of the Tuscans is like, ah, good, the hallucinogenic branch lizard has performed as expected. And then the lizard comes back out of his nose. Yeah, and it comes back. And into the cage. Uh, I want to talk about his trip, because there's some sick symbolism. Wacky. There. Uh, it starts with Boba walking through the desert, right? And then it changes to a like a stormy night, but it's still kind of the desert. And then all that changes, and the... the the sand dunes then become the seas of Camino. Yeah. And uh, Boba finally finds the tree. He grabs it, gets entangled in it. And as he struggles to break himself free, we see him uh, reminiscing about his father. We see Camino. We see the Slave One. We see Boba inside the Sarlacc pit. Uh, and we see Boba Fett's armor, which is intercut between him having it and him not having it in the same exact poses. Yep. And it changes the branch to him without the armor. And the branch is the Sarlacc tentacle when he's in the armor. Um, it's cool shit. And when he snaps the tree branch, the wave breaks, and Boba's frustration, as well as his armor and the dark storm around, kind of all fade away into the Tatooine sunlight before we see him returning to the Tuscans. And it honestly, it feels like this was kind of the moment where he took his first steps into being reborn in the Dune Sea instead of the Seas of Kamino. And he's kind of leaving behind who Boba Fett was and recreating this new version of Boba Fett. Because even when the... When the huts show symbolism. up, when the huts show up, they're like, uh, "We heard you were a bounty hunter, right?" And he's like, "Oh my god!" And yeah. he's like, "I'm not, I'm not a bounty hunter." He's yeah. like, "Not anymore, right?" Like he's leaving that behind. It's, mm-hmm. it's not something that he's trying to hold on to. He's not trying to be the guy everyone remembers yeah. him as. He's trying to be somebody new. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's what I took from it, anyway. I'm that's sure the there's take. other interpretations, but yeah, that's what I saw. Show. Uh, wrote, it's cool watching Boba be inducted into the Tuscans as we really didn't know what their civilization was like prior to this one or how they could be taken in or or how someone else that wasn't a Tuscan already could be taken in. Yeah. And the Tuscans also explain that um, after the seas dried up, which this goes back to our uh, Prisoner of Ogon like, level too. stuff yeah. and the moisture farms. Just go listen to those episodes if you want to know about what I'm talking about. Uh, the Rakata, they came up in that stuff and they dried up. Yeah, they dried up the seas into what it is. And it makes more sense on why they farm moisture because it's so deep underneath the sand because yes. they suck it all away. It's deep down there. And they got the little reservoirs filled with the milk that Boba calls it. He's like, it's the milk. The blue milk. I'm like, ew. Yummy, yummy. It's like ground milk. Uh, and there's apparently a bunch of different Tuscan civilizations. Some of them suck and steal you and kill you. Like the people who took Anakin's mom who were hired by Dooku who were told to do it by Palpatine. If you didn't know that, that's a thing. Dooku always subjugates. Yeah, he sucks. Uh, and then there's these guys who will just enslave you and see if you're cool. And then they go, oh, well, shit, he's cool. And they're, like, just, they're like, just dig water. Then you go get the, the, the nose trip and then you, yeah. you snort so, the cocaine. And, 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 then, you're, cocaine. and then you're in the club. Uh, and then the episode ends with the Tuscans doing their ceremony with Boba at the end, and it's actually a form of haka, which is a Maori tradition usually performed in a group to represent a display of a tribe's pride, strength, and unity. Nice. Tamora is of Maori descent, and this is put in the show to pay homage to his people and give him a reason to fight like a Maori warrior. The Tuscans train him using Maori-like fighting techniques. And it's also dope. Yeah. So this was a big thing for him to just inject his culture in yeah, he and went, this is fucking make cool. it more representative. Yeah. And that's another reason I want to do a little bit more research into it in case they do any more stuff. Because apparently the oppression the Tuscans face from the, like the Pikes and the people of Tatooine is similar to oppression that the Maori people faced um, coming over to New Zealand. That's awesome. It's so, really cool to see that kind of culture brought into yeah, Star Wars. I, I when they do that I'd look all the into time. it a little bit more over the next couple of weeks. So maybe if there is something substantial to talk about there, we'll talk about it. For sure, man. Yeah, I'm definitely down for and more. Th- those were all my notes for the talk. book of Robert Fettuccini. 
The tome of Robert Fettuccini. The tome. Yes. Of Roberto Fettuccini. Yes. Hell yeah, dude. I love this so far. I love it. It's a little boring in episode one, but if you watch episode one and two together, like we are covering now, it is choice. Yes. Cannot wait to see Cad Bane. I saw. Um, bring in. If they don't bring in anybody, totally fine. So far, so good. But so I need to see a Cad news Bane. article today that put me off just a little bit. Oh no! It was like, uh, is, are they making a mistake with Book of Boba? How? By making him into less of a bounty hunter, as we've all expected and come to know him. Well, some of us, some of us less so because we watched the Clone Wars and we're like, Boba's a bitch. And some people don't read the comics. <laughs> yeah, and some where people he's a bounty hunter so. in the bounty hunter book. But yeah. I saw that they're like, it's a mistake to take him away from this field and kind of turn him almost into like a lawful good crime boss. And I'm over here like, who gives a shit? Boba Fett's never been a bad guy. I'm like, you want to see a show about a bad guy, you want to watch like a Palpatine show or something. That's a show about a bad guy. Acolyte, probably. Sith Acolyte will probably be a good show about Loki Andor from what his backstory sounds like in Rogue One. Are just bad things. Yeah. It's like, (laughs) I don't think Boba is necessarily that guy that needs to have a show. I mean... When I was getting ready for this show to come up, we talked about it a lot, how it could be a cool, like, bounty hunter show. What we show. wanted Mandalorian to be. Because but, Mandalorian was pitched as a bounty hunter show, but then he gets a baby, and it's a little up. But then you, like, start getting into Boba Fett as a character, and I like what they're doing. Because he has no backstory, Because really. it feels like the continuation of this kid that we left off in the Clone mm-hmm. Wars, right? Because even that guy, he didn't really want to do terrible shit. He didn't want to kill clones. No. He didn't really want to, like, go out of his way to harm people. He was just kind of a victim of circumstance that based is, on how he was raised. That is exactly it's like, now he has a chance to break free yeah. and do his own thing. I want to And that's kind of what he's doing, you know? Yeah. It's like, come back to civilization. What has he known the past 20, 30 years? Just Crime. Murder. Just so what's murder. he going to do? Crime. He's but gonna what's be... he going to do? He's going to try to not do it in a murdery sense. With respect and no fear. Yeah, exactly. So and then the first thing he does, the first thing they do is try to, like... Frightens people into doing what they want. Yeah. Like, we're gonna drop him in a pit and see if he'd be so afraid that he tells us what we want to know. Yeah, so I, I can see where you're coming from, and I understand people's gripes with it, where it's like, oh, he was this fearless bounty hunter, now he's just this dude. You know, he's just some bro. But you gotta think about it. Sarlacc acid, the drug trip in between the five years of him hanging out with the Tuscans, how that changed him as a person. Been through a lot. I think that Lady Shaman, who was beating the shit out of him, is gonna be like a potential love interest for him, at least in the flashbacks. Cause Maybe. They, because they have all those back and forth where it's like, oh, respect you because you're cool as shit. Yeah, and that, then there's going to be a five-year gap. She could die. She could die. She could just die. She could just die. And then he'll be like, oh, man, this is, like, real now. Yeah. Or what if the chieftain dies, right? And they looked chieftain's at, so going to die. And then they look to him. And he's like, well, what about you? Or what if the and, boy And there's, dies, like, a thing girl. where it's like, oh, well, like, women can't be the chieftain. And maybe he's like, well, you could be. He's like, who's going to tell you you can't? Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. And that's, like, the re- he's like, all right, cool. The child could die. Yeah, who knows? Yeah. There's a lot of things that can happen still, and I really am excited for episode three. I feel like three is going to give us kind of uh, three is going to be the solidification. It's going to give us those, good build, those like actual building blocks to kind of piece together where the story is going. Because right now, Black Crescenton in the huts in the modern timeline, got, <laughs> and in the old time, Boba's got a gaffy stick and a robe. Yep. But at some point, he has to get Slave One because he literally chases the Mandalorian off the planet like almost immediately. Mm-hmm. It's he's like a couple game. days later, he's like on his ass. Yeah, he's like, I'm gotcha. So, unless he's just like, all right, I'm going to go and find the Slave One once mm-hmm. he sees uh, Din leaving. And he's like, Ugh, okay, I got to go get that. <laughs> That's my shit. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm just, I'm intrigued as to the reasons why he would go after his armor, right? Especially if he's trying to leave that life behind. Why go after his armor? Why go after mm. Din? Why just why? Why even go after the slave? Make one, it right? sense. There's a lot of <laughs> it's a lot of things that are. It's just too unknown right now. But I am really looking forward to the next episode because I think the next episode is going to bring us to that point. Like I if said, it doesn't, I think I'll honestly be a little bit disappointed. Yeah. 
Like, as much as I'm enjoying these flashbacks and this Tuscan mm-hmm. culture stuff, I really do well, kind of want to move the on. The show will be about halfway over. Give or take, exactly. Because they have seven episodes. We're using a lot and, of it. Yeah, and like I said before, I think it will solidify this as a namesake. You know, it's like, here it is, Book of Boba Fett, this is what we're doing. And I said it to you, I might have even said it to you when we recorded our last episode of this podcast, that I wouldn't like if every episode was like, modern day flashback, modern day flashback. We talked about it. I don't you know, want flashbacks. And, and now, I'm, now I'm like, okay, it's happening, and it's good, you know, but... I am definitely starting to get a little worn here, you know. Yeah. It's like the flashbacks are good, I like them, but we got to be coming to the end of them soon. We can't keep this going. This, this needs to much. be a show about advancement, not mm-hmm. a show about this is how we got here. <laughs> it's like, cool. This could have been a comic. Nope. <laughs> so, book of Boba Fett, literally the book. <laughs> that's where I'm at right now. I'm loving these first two episodes. There's a couple things that I would change about them, but I'm on. I'm on board. I'm drinking the Kool Aid. Yeah, I feel the same way. A minute. Yeah, it's cool stuff. I really hope that they get rid of, get they get away from the flashbacks as soon as they can, while telling their story that they still want to tell. Because it's five years, yeah, which you've informed me. It's a lot of time. So it's a lot of time for introduction. They could easily just go and Please he's with them for five, five years. years of flashbacks. No, they could be like he's with them for five years and then they die because the pikes came back. Mm-hmm. Maybe the pikes just some can't find him and it takes him a couple what years. What if the crate dragon eats his fucking camp? Yep. What if that? What if that? Just what if? <laughs> what if the pikes show up and they start a war, like on the turf of the sands, and then the crate dragon shows up and eats everybody? Nope. And Boba's like, he's like, and then wrong. he takes it on himself to hunt the crate dragon. Thinks his best option to do it would be to get the slave one. Finally, gets the slave and one, then the crate and then the crate dragon's dead, and he's like, <laughs> "Fuck! Oh, two Mandalorians did it. One of them has my armor, and everything I just worked for." Is dead now. So let's get it. Cool, I just bridged my theory. <laughs> there you there go. go. You connected the dots. Go. That's all we need. Connected them dots. Always connect. Personal dots. vendetta against the giant <laughs> sand penis. Connecting the dots. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That's so. Book of Bobby. Wrap it up. Thank you guys for listening. You can follow the podcast at Farthest Galaxy on Instagram. Keep up to date with the episodes as they release and what we will be covering. You can follow me, Hunter, at Hunter underscore Van Lyra. Kept it simple. That's my public account. I want my private account to be somewhat separate so I can just feed my pup, my um, podcast thumbnails to people and then not bother them and bog down my own feed. I'm a personal mm-hmm. one. And uh, you can follow Alex at the Dude Kenobi. I haven't posted a single thing since like last July. <laughs> <laughs> so you don't need to post anything. I'm gonna I'm gonna make like um I'm gonna take like a picture of each one of the fucking little things that I haven't posted. And I'm just gonna be like, all these episodes are out now. Go listen to them. <laughs> Check them out. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. And <laughs> uh, don't forget to subscribe, leave a review, and share with a friend. You can rate us on Spotify now, so give us five stars if you can. That'd be fucking awesome. Okay. I understand if you don't want to give us. CJ, we're looking at you. Yes, CJ. CJ's the Wookiee. All right. Uh, We'll have him back on probably at some point soon. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, he's the boy. We're going to have some stuff to talk about with him at some point, I'm sure. Video games. Just got to ask him. Lego Star Wars. (sighs) Don't even say that. (laughs) Don't even say the words Lego and Star Wars. Video game. On that note, bye. Like a bintha. Like a bintha. Boba Fett. Oh,